if we need this as a reference. Nice. We're rolling. Mike, describe the album cover. Yeah, he just pulled the album cover out of the box. We're here with On the Cinder. Yay! Hey, it's good to be back on uh, Joe's show here. Think so, Joe Show. Think show so, Joe, Joe thinks so. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take two. All right. We're here with On the Cinder on the Think So Joe Show. Yeah. Hey, once again, thanks for having us back. This is uh, third time now. I think it show? is. We're <laughs> we're uh, we call it frequent flyers. Yeah, you're, you're regulars now. You uh, you've been here for a couple of tour uh, announcements and, and to discuss the tours. And today we're here to talk about your album release coming up this Saturday at Tudor Lounge. <laughs> yeah, pretty excited. It took us a long time to work out the right venue for this one. Yeah, it was tough. Everything was already booked, and we learned that a lot of places that we really wanted are booked way in advance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Tudor, Tudor's a good spot. We, we don't. We should, we should use that disclaimer that Tudor oh, was yeah. among the cool venues. Oh yeah. I mean, Tudor wasn't low on the list or anything. The, the I mean, the biggest thing was that we really wanted it to be uh, a twenty-one or a, eighteen all, and, all and, and all ages or eighteen and up show. And Tudor's usually not about it, but it looks like we might be able to work something out with them. We shouldn't tell don't people tell that. anybody, but don't message us it. if you are a child. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> message us if you're a child. Yeah. I'm actually booking there on the day before Thanksgiving, and one of the bands we put on the show is scathed, and it's like, Chris, can I have this band on this show? They're under 21. I don't see why not. I think we played we played your show before Thanksgiving two years ago, I think. I think that's where we saw Dreadnecks and Crazy Joe. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that was last year. That was fun. Uh, oh, last year, okay. Yeah. The Scarecrow Show, you guys, uh, Dreadnecks and Bravura, I think, from Pennsylvania. Yeah, That sounds right. Uh, right, 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 they were. You ever have the Special. Scarecrow Show and the Think So Joe Show? Uh, we have not yet. It, it will happen, I'm sure. I just uh, like that a lot of rhyming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Think So Joe show with Scarecrow show. Uh, good bounce that. Bug- <laughs> that bugged me, like, up until I launched the show. Like, what do I call my new show? I don't want to call it the Think So Joe show. That just sounds dumb. And now here it is, like, three years later. <laughs> this is the Think So Joe show! It's like, a, it's like a band name. Bands, you know, we've been a band for six years now, and on the cinder. What the, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> it's true. Someone, uh, who was... We were, we were talking about somebody else's band, and I was like, well, at least it's not from an obscure comic book movie that probably no one's seen the whole thing in, like, a decade. <laughs> to be fair, if you do watch Watchmen, like... In one sitting, it's like four hours. Yeah. It's a really long movie. I actually watched it at work one night when it first came out. That's half. Like, I got time to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally half the shift. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I own it. I don't think I've opened it though. <laughs> and you own the name. It's a good name for your show, man. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't you think so, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably gets that a lot. Probably gets that every time. <laughs> There's a line in uh, High Fidelity, or no, uh, Empire Records, uh, where Lucas <laughs> is, uh, you know, don't, I don't think so, Joe. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, I tried to go back and watch that, actually. This was on Netflix, and it was like, this had like a cult following, and like Liv Tyler's in it, and she's... 
gorgeous. I love her. But I actually, like, just bought like the extended edition, and I haven't had time to really? watch it. Yeah. Is it that important of a movie that it needs an extended edition? I like the movie. So before, I, yeah, before, it's, it's all culty and everything. Before yeah. he answers, well, he already answered. But yeah. keep in mind how many times you've watched The Room. Okay. Well, <laughs> which I think we mentioned the last time we were <laughs> yeah. we were all together. We're trying to spread the word, <laughs> uh, the bad word, of Tommy Wiseau and that fucking abomination of a film. The best bad movie ever. Mm-hmm. So we put out a new album. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Just uh, just released uh, this uh, last Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A week ago uh, from when we're recording we this. Uh, yeah, Su- Susanna Vaupin, uh, who's now like a nomad, but uh, she's from where's she from? She's from downstate. But we yeah. all we all went to UB together. She did a great job on the cover. She did the last um, few covers. She did three different albums for us. Uh, yeah, she did the fight against ourselves, and I, I think it looks fantastic. Those like weird little teeth and tongue guys. Uh, she explained that they're like. Uh, different means of communication and uh they're kind of up for interpretation as well but uh, kind of creepy looking yeah we made hats too I mean, the hats got the crazy teeth guy too mm-hmm. speaking of which i haven't changed the pre-order online yet so if you still want the deal it's up till saturday yeah <laughs> you, can get, you can get a hat for discount sick uh yeah that's the first time we've had hats too and they're cool yeah they're cool this last record we did on uh, Between the Days Records, which is based out of Pittsburgh. This time, um, we were just, we were shopping the music around for a while, and we kind of waited on it too long. We were busy touring and stuff, so we are like, we have to get it out this fall. So, so uh, we started a label. Yeah, Flowerhouse Records. Uh, it's a little homage to us growing up. All being at UB together and throwing Throwing shitty drunken bashes in our basement at what was it? The flower house. Fourteen. Fourteen flower. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been calling my studio Flower House Studios since it started like four years ago, five years ago. So (laughs) it kind of worked out nicely. We don't even have to read. Well, I don't have licensing on any of it, but. We memo memo get get rights to flower house <laughs> patent pending patent pending patent pending <laughs> and there's our first Simpsons reference. Oh. <laughs> they told him they told Tyler before we before we came down here they said get your wrestling references out of the way so we're not using up the whole sixteen hours of the of the memory card <laughs> we're definitely not going to talk about Bray Wyatt's cool new. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about Rafiki washing people's face with his ass, but that's that's about it. Oh, Rashiki, right? Rikishi. Oh, yeah, Rafiki. Rikishi. Rafiki was the monkey from The Lion King. <laughs> All right, that says everything you need to know about my wrestling knowledge. <laughs> let's let's move on here. So uh, we got vinyls. We got the cool three colors. We got the Coke bottle green. We got the gold. I uh, that was. I think we probably mentioned this last time, but. I'm going to mention it again because, you know, maybe somebody listens this time. <laughs> or maybe they listen, never mind. Doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, got gold because I watched uh, Gold Member and Austin Powers about three days before Mike asked, what color should we order? Yeah, it was all he was quoting for, like, weeks. And then I went and watched it, and I was like, this is why this had to die. When it got to the third movie, they're like, we're out of ideas. They tried to set <laughs> it up. Yeah. That's yeah. so hard. 
But now, uh, what's his face has got way more important things to do. Who? Seth uh, Green. Seth Green. Yeah. Oh. Michael think, Myers is very available. I think <laughs> Seth Green is pretty available too. Mike Myers did the Cat in the Hat. Ooh. That, that, yeah, that's that's another movie I own that hasn't been opened. That was a rough one. <laughs> Crack it open. Do you like The Grinch? I no, I, I didn't like The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Okay, and well, I saw will... Cat in the Hat in theaters, and I didn't like it. Oh, I, yeah. the only reason I own the DVD is it came with like the old Dr. Seuss cartoon special. Oh, okay, like the Cat in the Hat and the Lorax oh, and all that. Because okay. if you if you didn't like The Grinch, then there's no effing way that you would like Cat in the Hat. That movie. Was a travesty. Now, Cindy Lou Who from that Grinch movie grew up to be in a rock band called the Pretty Reckless, who are one of my favorite bands. Really? Yes. That seems like a Canadian thing. Is she Canadian? I don't believe so. I I don't know. (laughs) Canadians Um, just like force their children to act. So. And I mean, they force their children to be child stars. So maybe maybe we just know the handful. They have a few examples out there of bands that you know are like nationally renowned as being bad. So they're like, you can do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can do it. Do it. We got Nickelback. That guy did it. Yeah, <laughs> and like all the Nickelback like cover bands. Um, who was it? Like Theory of a Dead Man. Like that was just like a Nickelback like knockoff, basically. <laughs> Oof. Wow, you, I don't. I don't know what that is, but I'm glad you do. <laughs> Tyler hasn't listened to the radio since '92. And what um, year were you born? '92. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, a tour coming up. We're going to Canada. There was still one um, more record color, though. Uh, white. 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 And uh, some of the white mixed in with the gold. And uh, brown. calling that bone. bone. Oh, yeah. It's bone. got this nice It'll be a limited okay. edition okay. bone color. Because we're like... Bone down. saw is ready. We got, we got some metal riffs on the album. <laughs> so, metal You know, not real metal, but... We're not cool enough to do that. Didn't Maximum Rock and Roll say we had like really shitty they had, yeah, they say, metal influenced we, okay, guitar licks? We, we did a five song demo like within the first year of us being a band, and we sucked. And um, I was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and we sent them. We sent Maximum Rock and Roll our demo, and they just took a giant steaming dump on it. <laughs> And they, they, I had one song that had like a, a little kind of noodly lick, and they're like, yeah, they're crappy fake metal licks, and I was like, all right, you know what, never mind, we just, we'll just stay away from that path. <laughs> I like getting negative, you know, you know, reviews, kind of gets just, you know, what people are into. Everything Maximum Rock and Roll is into is like grindcore butt sludge with like it's true. Uh, triple D beats and like uh, just, I think you just barf into the microphone. Yeah, oh, that, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I don't know if it was Ma- Maximum Rock and Roll or some other periodical, but I had a friend in a met, like a, a doomy metal band and he submitted the record and it got totally shit on. Um, so he went and threw it into like Audacity or his computer and you know pick your program and just double speeded it like just just m- increased the full speed by 100% and resubmitted it and they raved about it. <laughs> <laughs> so and like every review is done by one person. So, I don't know. I will tell we'll, we'll definitely submit this and we'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe I'm... maybe on the 4th edition of OTC think so Joe. We'll, we'll know what Maximum Rock and Roll thinks of our our 
you know, Nickelback knockoff. We, <laughs> we should get. We should just find a way to get it like up on Twitter for like quick review. You know, they do the mean tweets on like uh, Conan. I actually submitted us for your band sucks reviews, so uh, we'll see how they they treat that. Um, cool. A band called Taillight Rebellion does some of them. They're like, um, what's the guy's name? They're from like North John? Carolina. John is like the main guy. Is that where they're like from? From? But yeah, we he was also in Swagger and Growlers, so they, they were from Massachusetts, I thought. Yeah, there's like a whole weird thing with they're from like a lot of places. They're actually going to be here with, uh, or they're going to be here while we're on tour, like the 8th and 9th or something. Okay, yeah. Because Sally is half trying to think of them, or trying to play with them, and half trying to come with us. Mm-hmm. So she's going to do one or the other. But Speaking first, Over and Out is going to be on the release show with us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, we're also, you mentioned us being on tour, so about three days after we do this kickoff show Saturday, we head out to our Canadian, what do you call it, what's the name of the tour? The uh, Moosin' On Up, yeah. or, yeah. Moosin' On Up, uh, The Great Adventure, or right. so, something, really, I don't remember. Really, it's like a really obnoxious title. It's <laughs> nice and long, you know. Uh, but yeah. We're like zigzagging so if, if, across if, Ontario. If they didn't offend you with their Nickelback comments, go see them. <laughs> <laughs> the only we people, like Avril. Oh yeah, we gotta love Avril. Well, the only people who will be offended that we don't like Nickelback is like Peters and Reve and Chad Kroger. I was but, gonna say even part of Nickelback might not be offended by that. I I don't know. I, didn't Nickelback like do an interview where they were like, "We just keep putting out shitty music because it pisses people off"? Like, didn't they literally say that once? The last new thing I heard them do was like this sort of like flamenco kind of pop, like Hispanic sort of influenced song, and it was it was rough. And there's a there's a really really bad music video out there with Chad having like straightened hair and like cutesy sunglasses and. <laughs> Uh, it'll make you want to throw up and definitely give you a down thumb on YouTube. It gives you a down thumb? <laughs> the the yeah. YouTube video actually rates you as yeah, the Yeah, you have to like just show it to the screen like, boo. <laughs> but enough Nickelback. Yeah, we're, we're going all over Ontario and then we're doing uh, three Quebec shows. We're doing uh, Sherbrooke, which is kind of near... Messina, New York, so it's like right on the other side of the border there, and then uh, Montreal, it'll be good to be back in Montreal, and uh, Jean Pierre. Pierre. Last oh. time we were there, it was like nine degrees. Yeah. And oh, it was less than that, I think. <laughs> well, it was November. Well, up there, like, they have the goofy temperatures. What is it, Celsius? Uh, I was going to say, what was, it, was it nine degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit, because no. there's a difference there. Like, <laughs> it was very fucking. Yeah, it was so cold, like, it killed the bus we were driving around in. Yep. Uh, I, it was so cold, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> to get to stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to, the The show was really cool. Well, it was pretty cool. I mean, people seemed to not care that it was, like, minus two. And when everyone showed up, eventually, like, the night sort of got out of hand and the bar turned into this huge, super loud party. And I went to go call Sally be like, hey, show went pretty well today. And we started talking outside, and I was like, I can't go back inside because I won't be able to hear her. So I kept trying to, like, get off the phone because I had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never been so close to peeing my pants until I was like, 
I gotta go. And then just ran back inside and like pushed some guy out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the first time I'd ever been crowd surfed while we were just listening to music. I think we were just blasting Blink-182 and like screaming <laughs> the lyrics. Uh, I, I, I was really hungover and I couldn't scream at all anymore. But I, I remember the, we played that show and a couple of the French guys kept saying, giving me things to say in French. And like he would whisper in my ear, and then I would say it into the microphone, and then everyone would just laugh at me. <laughs> and to this day, I don't necessarily know what I said. Yeah. We were also doing Jaeger shots with bacon in them. Yeah, bacon. That sounds like a very Canadian thing. <laughs> it was pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really wild up there. It's 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 already a different country because it's Canada, but it's like Europe that far north, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, cold, cold Europe. Well, the, the percentage of people who speak English, like the further into Quebec you get, it's like Montreal is like everybody pretty much knows English, and there's some people who'll just kind of be like, "Well, screw you, I'm not speaking English to you, you idiot. Yeah, get away from me, tourist." The, the grumpy Quebecois <laughs> that don't want us around. Then Quebec not City okay. is more like seventy percent of people don't speak English, and then Jean Pierre is like. What? I was the whole night. I was pointing at taps to the, to the bartender. She's like, I don't know. Je voudrais un bière. And I just that one. Nah. <laughs> put it in my mouth. I remember asking for a shot, and she didn't even ask me what I wanted. She just put a shot of tequila in front of me and dumped Tabasco sauce in it. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, that's that's technically a shot. But we're off topic. Now I guess we're on topic. <laughs> Talking about the upcoming tour. Yeah, the weird things, on topic. The weird things that happen in Canada. We're yeah. playing a lot of places in Canada that we didn't play last year. Yeah, I don't and... think we played Ottawa last year. No, we did. Yeah. We played Ottawa Positive Charge, and we left the oh, shirts there. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, in a library. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a bookstore. Oh, um, well, it looked like a library. We're doing a house show in Barrie, which is like northwest of Toronto. Then dipping around southern Ontario. Um playing Bovine Sex Club, which is like the last like echelon of punk rock in Toronto, and that'll it's uh, taken a long time to get in there. So the name for that. the name I've been there once. The name is uh, misleading. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are no cows having sex in this venue. You gotta go find Wyatt Coin for that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wyatt Coin. Release date, homies. I guess. I bought, I bought the CD. It sounds good. I like it. I uh, stuck in my CD player. It's also the only CD I have in my car. But I woke up last Tuesday and I'm like, I'm gonna listen to On the Cinder, and then I'm gonna listen to Wyatt Coin. <laughs> it was the first two things I did was listen to you guys and then listen to half their album. It's it's so wild. Like <laughs> we haven't put music out in three years. So like as we're getting our release plan together, I'm just noticing like. All of our friends are putting music out. There's like four or five different people putting out music in the next two weeks that are mm-hmm. just from Buffalo. Yeah, and, and Shambles just finished that record in this studio. I was, yeah. was going to say, I'm going to a couple of CD. I'm, go, I'm going to your CD release. I'm going to Shambles' CD release. Yeah, we just, just did Yellow Sauces last month. Yeah, just people are pumping music out. And, you know, unless you're, you know, unless you're involved or like just buds, it's hard to keep up with how much, you know, material is getting out Mm -hmm. in fact i think everything we played on last week's podcast was mostly new music like scathed i think just put out a new album yeah and so we played something off of their album something off the new white coin Mm -hmm. um yeah oh we should yeah we should uh 
submit this to the radio too. We were trying to go through our tracks about which ones don't have any uh, radio unfriendly words. What What's tough is uh, we put all our music through uh, DistroKid, which is a great tool for getting your music online and mm -hmm. distributed. But um, it kind of surrenders a bit of control. Like all of our tracks on Spotify have explicit on them, even though we have songs that don't have swear words in them or like inappropriate content. Like I don't think any of our songs are inappropriate, but no. um, I don't know. The phrase inappropriate. So so getting those songs out to you know wider you know wait things like radio you know wider media like. Just explaining, like, we know this is explicit, but there's no swear words in it. This shouldn't be offensive to anyone. We, like, should, we just gotta, we just gotta send them, send the track directly, and just don't even, don't even send them to Spotify. And just here's the track. We mm -hmm. promise. Yeah, and there's like songs on the radio that have swear words bleeped out, anyways. Um, that button. Yeah, Punk Kid would not work on the radio. No, it's, <laughs> that's a chorus full of fucks right there. Yes, that's what that is. A lot of fucks. <laughs> And uh, moving forward, that will be considered in the songwriting process. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody listens to traditional radio anymore anyway. So. <laughs> true. It's true. Podcast, man. That's where it's at. And you get, you know, everybody's got Spotify or you know, XM radio or whatever in their car, so you know, nobody's listening to the traditional radio. I hate that. Like, I'll get in an Uber, and they'll just be bumping music from you know, satellite radio or Spotify or something, mm -hmm. and talking about, eat my pussy! Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, yeah, top 40, man. You guys know my kids in the car with you, right? Like, um, I, was in a, I was in an Uber the other day with the most Christian, um, not like Christian rock or anything like that, but like very like old like singer-songwriter, We Love God stuff. And it was... Um, like Jewel? No, like was she, was she a Christian rock artist? I don't know. This was like... I mean, her lead single was Who Will Save Your Souls. So. Yeah, that's true. Who Did she do What If God Was One Of Us? Too? No, that was John, uh, Joan Osborne. Ah. I thought that was Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Right, so we've made it back to gold. Our gold number. Oh, that was uh, Spire Shag Me. Oh! What if God was one of us? Blue, 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 blue. Michael Myers, also Canadian. Yeah, thanks, Canada. We should have called See, the Mike Myers tour. Great things. And then we'll get, you know, that Freddy vs. Jason thing where they had both their faces, you know, toward each other for the yeah. logo? We could have gotten Mike Myers' face and then Mike Myers, like, the serial right, killer. Right. <laughs> Who's, uh, wait. Hmm. There's got to be another character that has a famous person's real name. Um, um, I'm not aware of. Any slashers? Well, there's. I mean, I named my fantasy hockey team Freddy Krueger, PhD communist. But what? That, yeah, uh, Ralph Krueger <laughs> is the Sabers coach now. But yeah, that's excited? not. That's not Freddy. <laughs> Joe, you're a big Sabers fan. You excited? Watch the preseason games. They've been looking all right. So I think that Victor Olafson's going to be a special dude. That was a little Canadian in that draw. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's not Canadian. He's, he's Swedish. Swedish. I, I have a Canadian experience I'll share with you real quick because it was kind of amusing. We were at the Propagandi show, and I was running to the bathroom, well, briskly walking, and I ran to this guy and poured, spilled his entire beer on his front. 
Like, I ran into his hand, which spilled his beer onto the front of him. And he looked at me and he said, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Very much my fault. I'm also sorry. I don't know what to do next. <laughs> mm. I do have a, a Canadian either tour or trip to go on with my wife where we're going to go to every uh, every city that has an NHL team. And either we play a show or if I'm going with Molly, we just do a road trip, do every Canadian's home game. Like from, who would it be? Montreal to Vancouver. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's a, a lot of driving. You know, yeah. they fly sometimes to their games, right? Oh, I, Probably always. But, uh, yeah, you'd have to go to Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah there's no well, yeah, I, Winnipeg. Winnipeg I got a buddy Edmonton. in Calgary. I'll send him to your show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a. I, we, uh, we had some friends who toured up to Alaska at one point. Um, it's probably a interesting. Yeah, interesting was, trip. I think it was like it was probably like several thousand miles, and there was like six or seven shows on the tour dates. Yeah, I mean it's. It's hard to get around there. There's so few people. But, likely, the whole town would show up. It's like a band from New... Oh, where are they from? They're from Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota. Which, you know, in in the rest of the United States, people go, the place from the movie? Exactly. (laughs) Is that real? (laughs) Yeah, there it's like, you're from the mainland. Oh, it's good to have you back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But... I'm excited. We got a lot of good stuff coming up. I'm excited for the show Saturday. Should we leak the music video? We got a music video coming out. Do we get over the radio? Yeah. (laughs) We have a music video coming out at some point. I already put something in our story. What we could do is, like, we have the Patreon, but nobody's subscribed to it. So what we could do is, like, tease it, like, like, okay, we're going to have this on the Cinder interview complete with their leaked music video. (laughs) So what we do is, like, have the the whole interview, because we're not recording in video, just... With like an on the cinder logo or something like on the on the screen, and then like it just at one point, just the music video just interrupts the. <laughs> do, that. Uh, do it the fiend style. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we shot the music video, so we uh, we're just waiting the final edits. So that will come out hopefully in the near future, maybe sometime in the uh, ballpark of this tour. I mean, in the near future, as opposed to the past, like it hasn't yeah. come out yet. So, someday it will arrive on the internet. On the interbuds. That's... Oh! That, yeah. You, internet? You mean like the internetting in your swim shorts? No. No. <laughs> Stop this Simpsons madness. <laughs> when the hell is the show going to end? I haven't watched it since I was like... You didn't even watch the Buffalo episode? I watched no. the whole Buffalo episode, which is mostly about Canada, but does... It is mostly about Canada. I looked at the song... The, the music well but that not, was that was pretty much the extent to the buffalo portion was the yeah. song so that was, yeah. like, the crucial I mean, stuff there's the moment where he's like in the bill stadium and there's like one other dude in the whole stadium <laughs> mm-hmm. and then there's him like he like cheers as a, a mug of beer while he drives by a cop <laughs> and we're like, yeah, this is that's Orchard Park right there. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't the dude in the stadium just in like a, in like a speedo and paint? Yeah, like, which is which is what I always make fun of the Bills fans for, which I can't do apparently this year because they're three and zero. But yeah, right. Uh, I mean, they were doing the, the whole Super like Bowl, dropping through tables and stuff. 
<laughs> like the soup. Those fans, I believe, are renowned for being destructive, right? Even before like all that, like I would watch a game and it'd be like mid December. They're playing Miami. They they got nothing to play for. They're losing, and there's still people out there like freezing cold <laughs> in speedos painted blue and red. Like you guys are idiots. <laughs> there was a, there was a picture of a fan in Jacksonville or Tennessee uh, that went viral because this guy. Had drank like twelve oh, beers oh, yeah. and he had them all stashed yeah, under that. his seat. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoever took this picture has never been to a Bills game because that's everybody." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, what is this? This is not that impressive. Like, look in the look in the three hundreds at Ralph Wilson Stadium, New Era Field. Sorry, and uh, pe- like little kids are swimming in, in just piles of cans. <laughs> I uh, so they got the flight. bathrooms up there, easy access. Just I was in on a flight back to Buffalo recently, and the guy on the plane sits down next to me. And we all, the guy, woman in the stewardess comes by and or, uh, offers us, you know, drinks, and we all ordered a Coke. And this guy next to me looks at me and goes, hey, man, do you drink? And I was like, <laughs> we're on a flight to Buffalo. What do you think? <laughs> and then he just hands me one of the many small bottles of liquor that he had snuck on the plane. Or I don't know if you have to sneak them, but he had, like, at least a dozen of them. You know, I was actually... the. I've really been racking my brain to figure this out because it's, there's like a legal amount of liquid in the little shooter bottles or whatever. Right. So like, unless it's uh, prohibited by like the content of the bottles, because it's like it's definitely smaller than like a travel size toothpaste or something. Yeah. Like you could probably just bring like a baggie of them. Yeah, Which I assume is how that guy got them in. Yeah, well, he and his son both had a, like a bigger Ziploc bag full of them. I think they managed to each cram in about six. Well, if it was in a bag like that, it might have come from, uh, not customs, but what do you call it? when you're Duty-free? Duty-free, yeah. We mm-hmm. flew from Minneapolis to Buffalo. You can still get in there, I think. Because it's know. on the inside once your bag is checked, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There was duty-free in the airport. Well, mm-hmm. The only duty frees in airports that I've ever been in have been going to other countries. Yeah, I've only been to Canada. I've never flown into Canada. I, I, I was like getting into like the Dominican Republic where they're like, "You want the rum? It's three bucks. Three <laughs> bucks too high. Two bucks." Molly <laughs> uh, and I flew out of France and we drank two bottles of wine waiting in line. Oh, just for more wine. wine. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that flight. It was a good one, though. <laughs> you know what's, speaking of wine, you know what's a really good uh, tasty beverage? is a white wine spritzer. Mm. <laughs> oh, I thought we were all about uh, the claw now, man. Oh, I was just making another Simpsons reference, but... <laughs> oh. Give me a white wine spritzer! <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Okili Dokili. Not that you uh-huh. ever listen to that, but I love that song. Mm. I am a fan of Okili Dokili. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about bands like that? The sort of like Max, Max Sabbath, Oakley Doakley, kind of Grindmother. You know that one? I think that all of those bands were on a tour together. Like I'm not shitting. I think they were. <laughs> they were, and I missed it because I think I was busy that night. I had work or something. <laughs> like, damn it, I want to go. Like, I mean, is it something? Well, Joe, was it something you would go to? It sounds like you want to go. Clearly. <laughs> it's something I would go to. I guess, like, kind of same thing with, like, Mass Intruder, in a way. Like, those guys. I, dude, I saw Mass Intruder. Those guys are crazy. They're great. They're really fun. Yeah, we opened for them that one time. Yeah. And, 
<laughs> we met him without masks on, and <laughs> there, I don't know. That was such a weird day, because, like, we, that happened, Darren Pfeiffer kissed my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, Give Tyler a boner. Yeah, and then that dude, uh, Steve Soto, uh, his last time, uh, he died a very short while after we played with him that mm-hmm. night. Well, he made it to Warp Tour. Yeah. yeah. He, he probably lived another year, but uh, not that we had anything to do with that. Uh, but, like, me. yeah, with gimmick-driven bands, it seems like it's, it's, I don't know, I don't want to say it's what people rely on now to kind of get noticed, but... Um, it's the fast track to... There, uh, the, well, there's also that band, The Jasons, that, like, yes, for some reason is getting, like, yeah, I mean, not for some reason, like, they suck or something, but, like, they all it's just their, another gimmick band. They all wear the hockey masks, and they all, like, wear the... the the big the coat and the, yeah. The, yeah Whatever, the, depending on, do they do different eras of Jason? Is one of them uh, the Does mom? anyone have the Jason space mask? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they, they're cool. Um, maybe it's like, with Mass Intruder, it was like, those guys were in a different band, like, all together, and they're like, maybe for, like, a Halloween party or something, they came up with this spiel, and these it costumes. took off. And they're like, fuck, man. They are actually all in another band. Yeah. I can't think of the name of the band, but... Gusto. Gusto. Wow. Yeah, they, they, they play, like, locally around their area, but mm-hmm. as Masked Intruder, they're, like, everywhere. Yeah. So it's... I don't know. I mean, so honestly, we, gotta, we either got to come up with a good gimmick or uh, or just <laughs> I mean, write better songs. Get better. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, uh, I feel a lot like of the these silly... bands, a lot of these bands are actually like really talented musicians totally. and would would probably be successful without the gimmicks, regardless. But the gimmicks are like what sets them apart from other people and kind of gets them that's the noticed. Thing. Like there's um like silly silly bands have maybe not to like that extent, but like. If you look back to some of the more successful bands like Blink-182, who wrote a lot of silly, stupid songs, and um, like they had music videos where they were like naked running around the city, and then you go to see like a live show, and they're like, poop, fart, twat, and, and you know, everybody was like eating it up. Like Silliness carries so, people. I saw Blink-182 a couple of years ago. I posted on Facebook, I'm going to see Blink, and... Or, or I posted about like the kid that I met who I saw Blink like three days before he was born or whatever. And uh, one of my buddies is like, is that the band that was running around in their underwear in the music video? I'm like, uh, yeah, they were naked, dude. But yeah, that's the band. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking, we just saw, Joe and I just were at the same show seeing uh, Aquabats. Oh. One of the silliest bands you can think of. Right. And they are also had their own TV show. Um, and They had a few. A couple of them, yeah. Uh, and, um, and MC Lars. True player uh, for real. Yeah, opened up. <laughs> Cuckoo Kangaroo opened up. Mike hates that band. <laughs> I was basically texting Karina the whole time they were on, like, this band's rapping about poop. <laughs> <laughs> They're rapping about having a cat party. Like, <laughs> uh, They really got popular because, uh, or, you know, as popular as what they are. Uh, Frank Turner apparently took, like, some guy from, like, Noisy or some kind of, like, music news you know magazine to this party in brooklyn where cuckoo kangaroo was playing in a basement and frank turner loves cuckoo kangaroo he brought him on tour and that's when me and tyler were drunk and we're like angry that they were there (laughs) 
Like we were, they were screaming boring. and like flipping them off, and there was like this. They were just having fun, and we were just ready to get like really depressed. Yeah, with I was Frank. gonna say I was really I was ready to get sad with Frank. That's what I was there for. <laughs> I was uh, I was out in the lobby at Town Ballrooms talking to MC Lars at his merch booth and True Player for real. Jay's like. Oh hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo's going on, but he was gushing about them before like the show even started. Before I was, they came I was up. like, "You really got to see this." Yeah, he was telling me how how much I needed to see them, and I'm glad I did. Like, I enjoyed it. That's you like it or you hate it, but it is a spectacle to watch them play. I would think they fit better with the Aquabats. Yeah, so. yeah, yes. yeah. The Frank Turner, the Frank Turner thing was on a little an Aquabat show makes like a ton of sense. Yeah, and they played uh, Pizza Day, right? Oh yeah. yeah, so so that was fun. Yeah, they brought a bunch of very small children onto the stage, and they had a, a bunch of large inflatable slices of pizza in the pit area. And at one point, uh, he just grabs, starts grabbing these kids and tossing them like a good distance, like uh-huh. six six feet or more, onto these giant pizza slices. Who can name all of the days of the week of Pizza Day? I can, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I've also been listening to that album for like 20 years. So. Monday hot dogs, Tuesday tacos, Wednesdays burritos in a bag, Wednesdays hamburgers and no, chocolate milk. Oh no! Thursdays is burritos. Sloppy bag. Joes and burritos in a bag. <laughs> and Friday was the pizza day, the which day of the week. is the best day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. Um, but yeah, he launched the, like. Just at least over security, like oh like, yeah, yeah they have the they have the, the, the security. Barrier. The barrier is at least a good, you know, probably four feet from the stage. Yeah, and then he had to go. He had to throw the kids over the security guards. <laughs> children, like, children, yes. yeah, like five, six year olds, and he starts he starts just hucking them <laughs> onto these pizzas <laughs> while the band opens up the song. Oh, and so then it, like. Big inner tube, like it's yeah, a yeah. Kind of exactly. Thing. Okay, and these kids just got crowd I thought surfed. He just like threw them into the crowd <laughs> no. to be crowd served, and it'd be hard to like catch a kid because they're little and they're <laughs> the parents just <laughs> on onto the pizzas, and then like the whole time that I'm surfing these kids over my head. Yeah, everyone... not gonna drop somebody else's kid. Not gonna drop somebody. <laughs> it was the kid. most careful crowd surf I've ever seen a group of people do. There was like 900 hands on that pizza. Uh-huh. You ever seen a kid uh, like freak out when he's trying? be sat on Santa's lap. What if one of those kids did that at the Aquabat show? And uh, what's what's the uh, what's the main Aquabat Aquaman guy? MC Bat Commander. Oh, yeah. Say MC Bat Commander is about to throw a kid and he just starts bawling and he's like, well, you gotta get off my stage. <laughs> onto the pizza. There was there was a point. He did have a little girl up there who was just like, she just wanted to go, she's like reaching for her mom the whole time. And she's like, <laughs> so I look over at Joe was front and center for the whole show, and I look over and the well, beginning at well that's super rad. <laughs> the beginning at MC Lars, he starts talking about how he played the icon. I think it yeah. was like like ten years ago or something like that. And Joe just raised his hand. He's like, I was at that show. <laughs> and then at one point, he's getting everybody like this side of the crowd sing the words, this side of the crowd sing the words. And then at one point, he just holds the mic up to Joe and goes, Now just this, this guy. guy. <laughs> this is after Lars called me cute on his way into the venue. <laughs> did, um, when he did uh, Gigantic Robot, was that with he the whole band? He didn't! He didn't! Wow. I would quit that show. I would have gone home. I, I had tweeted a couple of days before, like, like Please you, tell me you're playing Gigantic Robot with the Aquabats. And 
Work I, it into he their retweeted set. or something, but he they didn't do it. I'm like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, That's he his biggest um, song. I remember I remember taking note of the fact that he had zero crew. Like, oh yeah. He yeah. as soon as he finished, I don't think he even left the stage. He just started taking down his own banner. And oh. I was like, That's man, that sucks. I mean <laughs> you're an opening slot on a show like that, you gotta you gotta keep your money. And <laughs> and also like I mean, all he had was the banner. Right, right. So. But, you know, I feel like... Like, the guitar wasn't even his. <laughs> we, <laughs> it's true. I feel like we could, uh, we could buy... We, we just bum our friends into, like, hey, you want to go on an adventure for no money with very little <laughs> sleep and crappy food? And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> all you gotta do is carry our shit. I get to get out of Buffalo in the winter? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Although, yeah, trade... But now we're going, to Can- we're going to Canada, and at least it's early October... Yeah. yeah, I think we'll be all right. Junk here will probably be Well, cold, you know, a frozen tundra, think... because that's just what they live in all the yeah. time. So. Mike, Mike always has this Carlin bit. He says, if you, if you have um, if you have a zip code, we'll be there. Yeah. So the other day I Googled the um, furthest north populated city in the world, which is at the very tip top of Canada. I don't even know if you can still count that as Canada, honestly. I didn't look at the country lines. but I I said 29 people live there? Yeah, something absurd, but they technically have a postal code. So now yeah. someday... Someday we're playing. <laughs> I, I, it had a really sad name too. I can't remember what it was. It was uh, but, <laughs> but Canada. Um, yeah, they you know, pay for expenses, food, uh, guarantee thousand people show up. Let's go. <laughs> a moose to pull the van through the snow. <laughs> you guys have twenty nine people in your town. Bring us a thousand and we'll play. <laughs> Right. They just start pulling like just anything that's alive up there, like polar bears and like <laughs> seals into the into the gig. Frozen blocks of ice with cavemen in them. Yeah. I'm googling this now. They're like pulling back. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Yeah, they're like waiting out to find the old people that are on their own little ice patch floating away. What do you call that? Uh, iceberg. The uh, the big door. The Inuits when they. When the village runs out of food, they send off the old people on, like, ice sheets into the ocean. Is that true, or was that a uh, movie? It used to be. Oh. I think you're thinking of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, how they travel from... <laughs> it's also how Elf got around, but... Um, oh, well. Uh, I, uh, so I noticed... Buddy uh, the Elf, not just Elf. There were many Elves. He wasn't even an Elf. The furthest north uh, city in... I think the world, but at least in the North America, is Alert Nunavut, or Nunavut, which is apparently a province. It's um, its own thing. But if you look at this picture, sorry, the listeners, there's only about ten buildings. <laughs> I bet it's hard to get resources up there. I mean, Metallica played Antarctica, so. Yeah, for who? <laughs> the researchers. For the researchers. <laughs> oh, that's good. For the re- I think they brought, like, 200 fans or something with them, too. Oh, oh if you make it like a... It was like a radio... They did a contest with, like, Coke in South America or something. Cool. Uh, Coke in South America sounds like more of a... <laughs> with the cartel. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola in South America. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we have everything said that we want said? Uh, Good. Release show Saturday. What time? Uh, Doors at 8... Music at nine. Yeah. Same sun and over and out. Then us. Yeah, we're gonna play the whole album in its entirety, plus some older songs. And uh, 
yeah, everyone through the door, five bucks. Um, get a CD. CD. Yeah, so just trying to make it a regular old Buffalo Wasty Pants smash party. So at Tudor Lounge. That sounds like the venue to do it at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, tour coming up October 4th is our first date. Third. Third, right. That's what we'll, We'll put the, the ridiculous flyer Jay made up, and All right. that'll be online. Real quick. The, it's fun. The, I like so it. I drew a moose with wheels for, you know, he just had wheels. He was holding on to some wheels. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily draw it for the Canadian tour, but it worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> he just so happened to be drawing a moose already. I just like drawing <laughs> animals, and I, moose is not what I'd drawn in a while. So, uh, yeah, and uh, plus it had wheels, so it seemed like a really good fit. But we didn't name the tour prior to this piece of art being creative, so um, the name, we shot around the name for a while, and it was ultimately, I wish I could remember the name, Moosin' On Up or something. Yeah, Moosin' On Up, yeah. But, so, there we go. If you, cri- if you look at the tour name and you're like, wow, this is stupid, there is a reason. <laughs> All right, on the cinder. Thank Thanks you, Joe, very much. Thank you, Joe. And I'm sure we'll have you on before the next tour. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs>